calling me an Oreo? Are you kidding me? Yeah. First of all, you're white. Yeah. Like, did you just call exactly. me a nigger? Like, that is a slur. The, literally, the audacity of a white man to call me an Oreo. It's like, me? sir. Hey, hey girls. girls. <laughs> <sighs> okay. How y'all been? <laughs> How's everyone's year been? Has it been good? Has it been yeah. good? Is yeah. that a true been, question? Has it been, um, what, what have you guys been doing? Traveling the world and discovering new things? We won't, we won't mention he who shall not be named. Um, yes. We're not mentioning the P word, the C word. Yeah. Oh, None the of those word. things. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I was yeah. like, what does that have to do with this? <laughs> Me thinking of the actual C word. Okay. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways. 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 Yeah, Beautiful anyways. Gowns. Okay. Beautiful girls. <laughs> <laughs> so we are back. We're back and we're here. We're happy to make episodes for you guys again. Back, back, back. Um back again. Fawa, how has your week been? I heard you have some juicy stuff to tell me. Oh my gosh. Okay, Nalani. My week has been cute, whatever. Uh, same old, same old. Ah. Mm-hmm. However, last night, okay, so Nalani told me to watch the show on Amazon upload. Oh. And yesterday, I spent my whole day, well, okay, I was trying to like do wigged up stuff and like be on top of my business. And then I had, I had a client coming today at like literally six in the morning. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep at 11 so I can be up by like 530 and prep this wig for her. All right, cool. Around nine, I'm like, hmm, let me start watching that show Nalani told me to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I was supposed to be like in bed reading a book so I could be asleep by 11. And I was like, let me watch Upload. Okay, Nalani, you did not lie. <laughs> Isn't it a good show? I binged that whole season. Yes. I did not go to sleep till 3 a.m. Me too. It's so <laughs> underrated. Nobody's talking about that it show. Is, I need some. And, like, I haven't heard about it, so I was scared that, like, they wouldn't have a season two because mm-hmm. I was talking about it, but it's mm-hmm. already been greenlit for season two. Yeah. I'm very yeah. happy. Yeah, Very too. happy. Um, shout out to my Cameronian sis. I forgot her name, but like, period. <laughs> yeah, she really did a great job in that show. She did a great job. I really loved it. I was rooting for them the whole time. Nathan and Nora, look at those yes. names even go together. Period. They had Nathan such Nora, good alive. chemistry. Like, the chemistry is amazing. Yeah. It made me start posting. Literally, my Instagram story is like, you could tell I'm in my feels at two in the morning. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Moving along. <laughs> that was cute. So shout out to Milani for recommending that amazing show to me. Y'all better go Aww. watch that show. <laughs> Literally, whenever I was telling Milani last time, whenever she gives me um, anything to watch, she'll be she'll like, she'll say, she'll be like, you should definitely watch. I feel like you'll like it. I'll be like, say less. <laughs> I cancel everything. <laughs> anything that was on my watch list, I'm like, go away. <laughs> and I'm yet you're yet to miss sis, too much you power you've given me too much power and I'm, you have not failed me I'm gonna like, tell you to watch something terrible already <laughs> I've already done that before I'm sure you've just blocked it out <laughs> you literally um, let me think actually no <laughs> you haven't I, the things that are terrible I've watched with you though because that one movie about that girl over the weekend Yes, we enjoyed that one together. Quote unquote, yes. enjoyed. 
when I say enjoyed, I mean did not enjoy. But it's okay. Yes. I'm heavy, heavy, heavy sarcasm. Oh, yeah. That was an interesting one. We need more of you lovely Black creatives to get out there and make some good shows and movies. Because unfortunately, Please. sometimes they'd be just signing off on anyone. And Literally. That's unfortunate. But we, we'll talk about that later. Skate, <laughs> <laughs> skate. Speaking of, speaking of movies, speaking of shows, let's talk about coming of age, teenage years, high school, yeah, college, which yeah. was reality. Not me reading out the whole thing that you read. <laughs> we thought it would be a good idea to, especially since everyone was stuck at home for so much of this year, watching TV and movies and reading books to revisit what the coming of age genre looks like. And also how the differences between how teenage life is portrayed in media versus our experience of it in reality. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at you, Euphoria. (laughs) (laughs) Probably for the best, actually. I don't know if someone needs their, like, tights being ripped open by a grown man in the first... I'm sorry. That was a spoiler. (laughs) Anyways... The way that I literally forgot about that. Yeah, that was the first and last thing I saw of that show. And it's giving I, wired. I just closed my laptop. Oh, no, I've watched everything. I've watched every single episode, <laughs> even the one that just came out with you. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's an excellent, it's an excellent show. Well, well, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yes. But anyways, what are some of your, I guess, like coming of age, like favorite YA genre um, type of books or movies? I... Would like to wait. Actually, before I even get into that, quick disclaimer: Sorry, y'all, that it took us nine thousand years for this next episode to come out. Um, yeah, we were just gonna try and breeze by that, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting here and I was like, "Damn, we really gonna just get into it?" Because huh? <laughs> literally, um, yeah, y'all. Sorry, there's no real reason. It's been we all been in a um, Pikachu in a panoramic. Yeah. So yeah, we not calling yeah. no names here. Exactly. Uh, we we did attempt to record an episode earlier, um, and it was oh, yeah. in shambles. So we could not present. Yeah, we, yeah, we did we present we that tried. to the world. No, we tried way back in like May, I want to say, and then we tried again like last week, and that episode was yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're not going to talk about yeah. that one. <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. I also so, yeah. I listened back and I realized I spent that whole episode. Most of it was just to be like ha ha ha, like on mic. <laughs> So no, like, same. same now even when i'm laughing now i'm trying to be like <laughs> so funny like, my laugh funny. was scary i was like <laughs> the whole episode like, like not, not adding any thoughts or contribution to the conversation just me laughing literally like, literally hmm, probably should pull my weight a little more okay um so nalani i don't know if you've heard of the book um children of blood and bones that whole like series yes. Girl. Yes, I know they're making it into a movie, aren't they? Yes. Actually, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes, Disney literally announced it yesterday. They just announced it? I mean, okay. To be fair, they announced it last year. Um, I think 2018, maybe? Surely, I mean, we've known that the book was going to be made into, like, a film and all mm-hmm. that. But then yesterday, Disney announced it. I think it's being done with Lucasfilms. And um, oh wow, yeah, like it's 
is going to be a big deal. And you I, know what? They're probably going to film a lot of it in Atlanta. That that's what I was saying. That's what I was talking to Ariel. And I was like, I feel like they're going to film it in Georgia. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Because the Mandalorian and stuff. They exactly. They use a lot of that same technology because that's what exactly. they do right at Pinewood. Exactly. Yeah. My point. And that book, Nalani, literally, I, I don't know. Tell me, Adiemi, if you ever hear this. <laughs> Chances are very low. <laughs> so low. I Never know. love that book. I'm obsessed with that book, that whole thing. I'm not really one that's into like young adult um literature like that, but that book, mm-hmm. I love it. It's really unique and I really love it. And so when I heard they're gonna make it into a film, I was like, I don't know, but I wanna be cast. Like I will literally be like I'll be like I don't know, a tree in the back, like <laughs> whatever y'all need from me. I will be there. So not me googling casting for two. They haven't cast it yet, or apparently they haven't cast it yet. There's nothing about cast or anything. They just got the director, um, and the screenwriter and all of that stuff. So I, I don't know. If, um, I don't think it's been casted yet. Maybe they're in. They're casting. Uh huh. Um. So. Wow. Okay, if I hear anything about this, I will share it with you, Fala. Thank you, sis. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going, I, you, I'm going to go to the gym. Like, I'm a. See, I just know in my head this is going to be filmed in Atlanta. Because so it will I be. Know. I know it will. So, like, literally, know. somebody got to hear something and let me know so I can go and, like, be an extra or something. Or, like, I don't know. And and you know cast what? me. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, what um what director did they choose? You know, um let me l- let me look that up again because I don't want to butcher his name. <laughs> Who do I sound like? I don't want to butcher <laughs> his name up, so. <laughs> but truly, <laughs> it sounds like oh yes, Rick. Um, what's it say? Fam Famayua. Um Famayua, yeah. Rick Famayua. Mm, mm. The way you pronounce that, okay, Nalani. I'm, I'm trying to realize that most of the world, I realize English or less specifically American English puts the emphasis on different parts of words than yes. other languages and other, because even like the UK, I kept thinking back to like my teachers from England, instead of saying like movie theater, some of them would say theater. And so I was like, a hmm. lot of other non American groups place emphasis on different parts. Right. <laughs> I truly, I don't know where to place the emphasis. I don't know where that yeah. last name is from. If I'm I know the country, it. then I know where to. <laughs> <laughs> now I must know. Oh, Nigerian. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. The author I mean, is Nigerian, obviously. Yes. But like, now that I know that, I still don't know where to put the emphasis on. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Not a clue. <laughs> I'm literally Nigerian. Like, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I hope no Africans listen to this. Rick Famuyiwa. 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 Okay, I'm done. Written and directed films like The Wood, Brown Sugar, and Dope. Sp- oh, oh my gosh, his wife is black. Wow. Plot twist. Oh my gosh. And like, not even light skin, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Anyway, you, you, oh, I was like, I hope you're not saying no offense to me because you know I don't, I don't need that. Right? Oh my gosh, you guys, why did Nalani? Wait, I, I'm gonna take this moment out. Nalani does not stand for colorism. I want the people to know. 
Um, oh. <laughs> she maybe like it, but she ain't with it. Period. Well, no, any one time we were talking, she really she was talking about curves, <laughs> and this girl literally started crying <laughs> to me. <laughs> about colorism and honestly that's when i knew i was like yeah we're gonna be friends for a while (laughs) you know we could do a whole episode on that but (laughs) right yeah anyway that's for another day especially in relation to hollywood but for another day another dollar but wow yeah follow that is fantastic that they're doing this movie and now now i definitely got to read the book because you know i don't read because i'm lazy but (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) i guess i gotta stop being illiterate and you got to for this one train (laughs) literally i'm gonna all my little film friends i know i will watch the movie so i try to sometimes read the book in advance if i can Mm -hmm. so i'll i'll do that and And the books are generally better than the movies yeah usually yeah Cause, and here's the thing, not all books that are, like, turned into films, a lot of times it, that it is, it's not meant to happen. You know what I mean? It's like the story yeah. does not work. Sorry, it's like I had a quick stroke there or something. Um, <laughs> forgot how to speak. Um, yeah, it's like, it's like not all things are meant to be dramatized or turned into a film because it's, like, completely different mediums. So Exactly. It doesn't really translate well sometimes, but hopefully something like this, especially you said Lucasfilm is doing it, like they have the technology and the money <laughs> to make something right. like this. Exactly. I'm really hoping Real. that they don't mess it up. I hope it's cast well um, at Lucasfilm. Cast me, please. Uh, I do it. I can do, do it, do Lucasfilm. You can do it. Like, well, literally, look, cast jo- me. George Lucas is married to a black woman, so there we go. See, you know what? I'm gonna pull out every stop, and now that they care about black people for a little bit, yeah, I'm really exactly. Pull out every stop. Exactly. Stand, so. Stands at the gate of the studio with a Black Lives Matter sign. No, truly, truly, truly. In solidarity. Anyways, um, <laughs> but wow. So I guess Children of Blood and Bone is really tied into what we want to talk about today, which is coming of age stories and how teenage life and even like high school life, more specifically is explored through movies and books and everything. So what are some of your, I guess, favorite books and movies in that genre? Hmm. Okay. I already said my favorite book in that genre, but I think um, I'm going to say book smart for movies. Oh yeah. That's a good one. See? And the thing is, I already feel like I love a good coming of age story. Mm -hmm. Like, that is like it gives it injects blood into my veins but coming (laughs) of age and (laughs) coming of age and young adult is like two are two different or yeah because coming of age stories i feel like are more specifically about like ya or young adult is just i feel like it could be any genre but just about a young person like children of blood and bone Mm. would be considered i guess fantasy right but it's a, yeah. also YA because it's about YA, yeah, yeah, yeah. a young person and young people. So okay, I guess because if you think a lot of times when we were growing up in like middle school and like high school, why right. that's when YA was really booming, and especially the movies like yes. Hunger Games, like all those dystopian Fault in Our Stars, yeah, and even Twilight really like kicked it off. I think that kind of oh my gosh, two thousands yes. boom, yes, of YA stuff. But even though yes. it's like even the ones that are like 
about like sci-fi or fantasy, they always manage to fit in those like high school tropes. <laughs> Have to. Um, like, yeah. No, say I okay. Because the thing is, I'm not that into um, YA. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I was that into it when I was in like. Um, Me neither. I feel like I was doing some sort of subliminal like angsty protest against YA because I was like I refused to read Same. Twilight, <gasps> Hunger Games. What's it? Same. Um, oh my gosh. What's the the ones they turn into movies with Shailene Woodley? Where the Fault in Our Stars. No, 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 not that. The other um, dystopian. <gasps> Divergent. Yes. Oh my gosh. Divergent. Didn't read any okay. of those. <laughs> I am a hypocrite. So I read none of them because I was like, I'm not going to read those. Yeah. But then I went and watched all of them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I went and watched Divergent. Fell in love with um, that dude Theo. I don't even know if that's his name. Oh yes, was. yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, yes, that that was a good looking white man. Yeah. And then. Um, yeah, and then I watched Hunger Games. I watched Hunger Games so late, though. I don't need, so I really wasn't in it. In that, like, I watched. I remember watching it in um, college. Mm-hmm. Or I think I watched the last one in college. But did it come out when we were in college, or was I no. just late? Oh, the last one. Yeah, I don't know actually, because I feel like they kind of waited a long time for that last one. I don't remember. Yeah. I didn't see. I think I've only ever seen the first. Maybe I saw the second one because my my best friend in high school she was obsessed with the Hunger Games books, movies, everything. So if I was hanging out with her, <laughs> we were watching Hunger Games. So See, I the saw thing is, the first one. Um, but I went to, okay, so I went to boarding school in Cameroon. I feel like I already said that before. But I went to boarding school in Cameroon from 2008 to 2014, I want to say. And so I, um, maybe 13, 14, who knows. Anyway, wait a minute. 2014, I'm capping. Okay, you know what? Whatever. Besides the point. Came back at 15. <laughs> I was like, that was the um, year before we graduated high school. <laughs> literally, I was like, mm, that can't be right. 2013, rather. So I came back and I turned 15. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, um, Hunger Games was big when I, like, I remember it being really big when I came out. And the books, like, I was helping my, I was working at my aunt's um, office. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just like, I don't even know what I was doing there. But I remember the Hunger Games book being, like, in the back office, and then there was one up front um, because one of the nurses was reading it. And I was just like, what is this book, and why is everyone talking about it? Mm -hmm. So I definitely jumped onto that late... um, What, Fawa? I definitely definitely jumped onto that wave quite late, which probably added to it. And then from there, I remember Fault in Our Stars. I remember laughing at yes. people for reading that. Oh my god! I was like, come okay. on. Okay. <laughs> like, huh? And then like the hypocrite I am, I like secretly watched it by myself. Fault in Our Stars <laughs> is such an like, it perfectly encapsulates like the Tumblr and as a tumblr girly myself like (laughs) truly i wanted that kind of like love that no one understands but yeah both of us thank god i ain't get it (laughs) john green knew he was on to something john green that's sicko yeah exactly what he's on i haven't seen that movie and in fact i just i was thinking about it's for the best i saw twilight for the first time this year actually in march and you know what it really (gasps) it set the tone for the rest of the year Yeah, no, you cannot watch Twilight after the year it's come out. It no. literally, like, it loses value every year. That movie, like, I was like, so this is what no, everyone it's so was. Bad, Nalani. It's it so was bad. It was it's horrible. It's so bad. Like, I know that Robert Pattinson and Christopher <laughs> wanted to slit their wrists, like, literally. for all the years. 
And he's like, say it. Like, like, you've got to be kidding me. No, it's really so bad. And for some reason, for some reason, when we were like 13, it wasn't. Because I remember being in Cameroon and Twilight was a huge Mm -hmm. deal. Because I watched it there. And then my friend had all the books. And I did not care to read them because it just was never that deep to me. But I would make them read it to me. (laughs) So clearly it was deep enough. Literally. You're like, hey, free audiobook. (laughs) Literally, like, period. That and Harry Potter, I made them read that to me. But Harry Potter was too boring for me. I don't Um, think I I think I missed the wave. I definitely missed wave because my mom, my lovely Christian woman mom, was like, you're not reading that witchcraft. And I was like, I don't same. care about fantasy no, anyways. Same. And my then, mom literally was like, no, that was the one thing she was like, yeah, no. Yes. And in elementary school, one of my close friends, she then mm-hmm. had a series of traumatizing nightmares about the series. And I, that only solidified it in my mom's head. Yeah. <laughs> so we it's didn't, done for. <laughs> yeah. The movies, the books haven't really, actually I saw, I saw one movie at this like summer camp that I went to mm-hmm. where we had to do creative writing. And so everyone was like watching the movie and I was just in the back of the classroom, like, I don't know what's happening. Like this was, it wasn't even the first movie. <laughs> so I was just like, I guess I'll just sit That's here. The thing. And I tried to go back into it. Like after my mom, like let up uh-huh. and it just, once you miss the wave, exactly. everyone, I feel like you can't hop back. Exactly. I, I didn't care anymore. I was like, okay. part of it is nostalgia. I think for a lot of people as well. Yeah. So if you, and I tried to watch, it, then it's done for like, yeah. I tried to watch the Deathly Hallows part two because mm-hmm. one of my friends was like really, really into it. And I remember I could come back here for the summer from Cameroon. And so I was like, OK, I'm going to watch this and then narrate it to her when I go back to Cameroon as if she could not watch it herself because she most definitely did watch it herself that summer. So I don't know what I thought I was doing, <laughs> but I I couldn't even finish it. Like, I was just like, I don't have any idea what's going on i don't even know what to but i watched it again with my younger cousin like a couple months ago Mm -hmm. and i really i enjoyed it more than also because i kept asking him questions so he had to basically tell me the whole series yeah um throughout but it's much better than yeah for me i realized i didn't i wasn't really into like i guess genre fiction as i just liked I want to read about read about teen girls in the real world. Like that was me. <laughs> so every book teen I read was just world. like no. I I read a little bit. I guess that was like fantasy leaning, but a lot of it was just like slice of life, like girl in high school. Mm. No one understands her, and she doesn't have did a you boyfriend. Read, did you read the click? Like that click? You know franchise? what? I think I absolutely did. I think I absolutely <laughs> did. I just you just completely re injected that into my head. <laughs> Because the way you were talking, I was like, this girl read. Yes. Like, oh, my gosh. I know I read at least one of those ding-dong books. I know I did. <laughs> ding-dong. And, and you know what? That Now that I think about it, The Click is just like a Gossip Girl precursor. And Gossip Girl is one of my um, guilty pleasure shows. I know it's trash, but I don't care. I don't care. I still watch no, it No, nobody year. can judge you for watching Gossip Girl because the way that the whole entire world is obsessed with that show... Yeah, that is no, true. That no is true. Ju- no one can judge you. Um, and it's I'm a bit of a hypocrite because Gossip Girl has like almost every element of the things that I criticize about like young adults, um, TV shows and <laughs> movies. But we'll get into that later. Right. But the main thing, like the trend in a lot of those stories is like the girl who's like the outcast and she doesn't have any mm-hmm. friends or any boyfriend. But also she's just also slim and beautiful. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. You had me up until that last point. In my head, I was like, wow, that's really how I looked at myself in high school. Well, that's I how like, I looked at myself. You're the outcast. But also, I didn't match up with that latter part. It was like always the girl like, who was misunderstood, but she was also slim, white, and beautiful. Um, no, and then, it's crazy because in my head, I mean, okay, to me, I know I'm beautiful, period. Period. So in my head, I'd be like, <laughs> This is the main character syndrome that I had. I'd be like, no one really understands me. I'm like the loner girl. I remember <laughs> going to high school in California and I deliberately chose to not make friends with people because I was like, I'm the outsider. They'd be so like, hey, Paul, do you want to? Literally, they'd be like, hey, Paul, do you want to do? And I'm like, no, sorry. And then I'd like sit in the corner oh of the class gosh. and like stare at people. And I was like, wow, I'm that like beauty that no one really understands. <laughs> They all want, but they can't seem to get to know me. Oh, my gosh. That reminds I me. <laughs> we burned. Have you seen Meet the Robinsons, the animated movie from, like, yes. the two? That reminds me of the scene where, like, the orphan character, he's just like, no one wanted to be my friend. And then it shows him as a kid. and Everyone's like, hey, come <laughs> hang out. We love you. You want to go out of school? Oh he's God. like, they all hated me. <laughs> literally all of twitter that is all of twitter as well <laughs> ignores people who want to be your friend no They're one understands me. truly me and i'd be like wow i'm such an outcast <laughs> start singing a good song lana del rey no. voice <laughs> literally and the uh, and the thunder no one understands me <laughs> Brings out ukulele <laughs> at every social gathering. Like it's really disgusting the way I was acting. <laughs> Truly, all that for what? Like, exactly. What was the point, babe? Well, and the thing is, acting that way, you're like, okay. And reading those books, you're like, okay. Well, by the end of this, I will have glown up, and then by the end, I'll be going to prom with the hottest you guy in school. What? And yes. then that doesn't happen. You're like, hmm. Literally, literally and you know what i'm gonna stand by it i was on that track but then we moved my senior year uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> through everything through oh. everything See, i love to know more about you you do not fit the boxes okay of school because <laughs> you really you had it in the bag it sounds like Ooh. to me um me growing up in bermuda i feel like things were already different from like the typical stereotypical high school life that you see in movies um Mm -hmm. but i would definitely fantasize like if i went to high school in america like would i be going to the the big football (laughs) games like would i be cool like i'm already from the island so that makes me like exotic you know so Oh my gosh, we were really a menace to society, like literally, literally. And you know, when I got to college, people did say that I was exotic. So I was like, this doesn't feel like I thought it would. <laughs> actually, this feels isn't a, quite what I wanted. Actually, feels a bit creepy, especially because I just sound American. So it's like now you're right. just <laughs> now you're. It's a bit of a stretch, actually. Mm, let's investigate this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. But yeah, I feel like, I don't know, all those tropes and stuff and the movies you watch growing up completely give you such a false sense of what Literally. coming of age is actually I like. Even, I even tried out to be a cheerleader at my um, old high school. Really? Girl, I I learned that whole routine was with all these little tiny white girls. <laughs> 
<laughs> in California, mind you, to be to be a cheerleader. Oh my gosh, how was it? Um, oh no, I, I ain't getting. Oh, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, um, can it finish? I have not want Oh my god! I conveniently wasn't finishing that sentence. Yeah, no, no, I, that, I didn't get in. Um, that was me. It wouldn't have mattered, like, I guess, because I moved. But yeah, see, that was me in like elementary school going to because the big thing in Bermuda is like dance, like. If you're a young girl, you you take dance lessons at one of like the two or three like big dance schools here. So mm-hmm. I was just here I was little Nalani going to ballet and jazz and tap classes with my mm-hmm. gaggle of white friends. And then after a while, after a couple of years of doing that, I looked around and realized, hmm, I'm the only black girl here, and I'm also the only chubby one. And <laughs> literally my, me my, trying out. Me my, try, I was probably the only black girl. I was like, it was like me and like two other black girls in my whole oh grade my gosh. in that junior year. And two of them were mixed. Like. Yeah, yeah. And my friend's mom kept taking us. She would take us to like sorry. Yeah. Oh, you're good. It's fine. I was like, my friend heard that. My friend's mom, she kept taking us to get like these giant cookies, like after mm-hmm after our lessons and after a while i'd be like am i the only one eating these cookies because <laughs> i'm enjoying oh this my goodness nalani okay you know what i side note I, okay so to people listening i keep saying high school in california because i went to high school in both california and georgia and i don't want to confuse the two because they were both very different experiences Please so i'm gonna just say into that i want to hear more <laughs> so okay when i was in high school in california i went to ventura high school um ventura is a little beach town like 45 minutes from la um it's exactly what you're thinking and then um <laughs> then when we moved to georgia why my mama had me in paulding county georgia like oh no paulding county isn't a county dallas county yeah, in Paulding, Georgia. So, um, or is it Paulding County, Dallas, Georgia? Who knows? Who cares? It's in the middle of nowhere. Um, sorry, no disrespect to those people. But I was going <laughs> to North Paulding, and it was so country, y'all. Like, on my way to class, there was literally a um, field with cows, like, wow. on the way to school. It wow. was very, it was given very country. It was given very Southern. And all my teachers and all my classmates talk like that. And I just could not stand it. <laughs> that's um, so, that, I feel like that's so jarring to go from, like, California, L.A. life I, to that. No, from people talking like this, like, that's literally, like, so crazy. And then to people just being like, yeah, girl, what's up? Yeah, who are you? Where are you from? It wow. was... <laughs> huh? <laughs> and I had lived in Georgia, like, before I went to Cameroon, I was living in Georgia. I was in um, Kennesaw. But I'm realizing... I don't know if it's because I was young. I wasn't picking up on all the Southern accents. Also, they weren't as intense as when we were when I was at North Paulding. Mm-hmm. And I guess also I, like, was in California before. So that, like... It was actually a cultural shock. <laughs> um, and I really didn't like it here. Um, at first also you're like being new your senior year is trash and then my mom was still in California for a little bit because she had to work so I was with my aunt here and I was taking the bus imagine taking the bus as a senior everyone in the bus is like a freshman and a sophomore because their parents still love them like they're (laughs) they're not juniors and seniors in the bus because their parents love them I'm gonna do that to them my mommy loved me. Uh, she just did that. So, yeah, I was taking that bus. Um, yeah, and I didn't have my license. So, really, like, it's on me. 
<gasps> but still, so yeah, those two experiences were very different. I was like, I feel like in Ventura, I had, I had like my um, what is it called? What was I just saying? The like main character syndrome. Mm-hmm. But like, I also legitimately had friends. Like, um, shout out to all my Ventura friends, Taja, and everybody on the hip hop team. Period. Oh, but um, just <laughs> <laughs> gonna slip that one in there. Just throw that in the middle. <laughs> and then coming to North Paulding and literally knowing no one. Um, but then shout out to my friends who befriended me there. Aww. But yeah, it just was not as fun. So when I'm speaking of my high school experiences, more often than not, I'm talking about California. Hmm. Sorry. In Bermuda, it's a very unique situation because there are only like two public high schools. Mm-hmm. and um, all the rest of them are private high schools. So I went to a private high school, mm-hmm. and everything is closed campus because, well, the island itself is small, but um, closed campus. And all our high school and middle school are combined, so we all have, like, the same classrooms and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which that was traumatizing from going from my elementary school to all of a sudden I'm a middle schooler with my roller backpack. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, middle school and <laughs> high school. I didn't even, like, school. realize yeah. how crazy that is to have middle school and yes. high school together. Yes. Ooh. Watching <laughs> me with my <laughs> whoa, traumatized flashback, <laughs> me with my roller, bla- my roller backpack banging down the steps of the school with high schoolers looking at me in disgust. Oh, no, my gosh. have to. The roller backpack? Yeah, that's evil. Yeah. You have to give people a chance it. to be in middle school on their own, like, and mixing I me with high schoolers. I blame my dad. Yes, it was evil. But <laughs> I was excited to have a locker. Like, that was the thing that we were all excited about. Also, our school gave Same. us laptops. What? So we got laptops in middle school, yeah. Um, heard you laptops and smart boards that was like the big deal that everyone was excited for just so we could like not do our work and play games during class right <laughs> but because we live in a totalitarian uh, society in high school of course the teachers had access to software where they could see our screens at any given moment Ooh. so some of the some of the sicko teachers would just send a little like sign onto your screen all of a sudden that says eyes to the front please and then everyone <laughs> gets like freaked out or they would take like printouts and screenshots of like people's students laptops when they were like not doing their work and like Mm -hmm. print it out and then just send them to the headmaster that is so evil yeah yeah um but i was good at two shoes so that never happened to me because i was definitely afraid of getting detention like that was like things i literally had nightmares (laughs) this is how much of a nerd i was slash am i would have during the summer i would have nightmares that i forgot my gym bag and got a detention. And like that was like the night Excuse I would wake me, up yeah. in a cold sweat in the middle of summer. Excuse Can't even enjoy me. my summer without being traumatized <laughs> by the fear of a detention. I never um, I also never went to de- um detention. I because I also just didn't I don't really be I didn't really be doing much. Like I, I've never been one to like talk back to teachers or like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't I'm trying to think. I remember um yeah. In California, we, like, you know how everyone, you know, like, students, we always have, you have, like, the student portal thing that you look up and mm-hmm. see your work, stuff like that, and um, you could see your detentions on one side of it, and I realized only when I was leaving that I had, like, two detentions for being tardy, because mm-hmm. that was my one thing. I, <laughs> I ain't never, if there's one thing about me, I'm gonna always be late, period. Oh, uh, period. Consistency. <laughs> we love it. And I got detentions for that. Apparently, I know. I ain't go. Like, what I look like. Aw. 
Well, apparently no one checked you for it, so no one checked jokes you for on it, them. So shout out to that. Yeah, period. I was not nah, such a goody two shoes in high school, but I mean, who cares? It all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out. But because of that, because and the thing is, I wasn't, I wasn't disliked at all, but I w- definitely wasn't popular. Like people were friendly to me, yeah. um, as far as I knew, but I wasn't popular. I just, I really kind of similar to now when I'm home um spend most of my time with my family and like a very small group of friends like literally mm-hmm. three max <laughs> so um I yeah but because like of that my like potential was capped because of your move because of <laughs> I blame everything on my because of my move well before also, were you me, like one of the popular like, girls in California uh, before, before we moved? No, girl. Remember, I, I was a main character in my head, and I didn't, would not talk yes. to people. Oh, yes. So Absolutely. I knew, like, I, forgot I, about I that. knew all the, like, popular, in quotes, because even, I feel like, okay, side note to movies and high school in real life, you know, in movies, there's like, a, or I don't know, maybe it was like that in your high school, in my high school, um, both of them, actually. There's no, like, definite popular kid. Or I guess the popular kids are not always mean kids. Because in high school, the popular kids are... It's synonymous with being the mean kids. Yeah. Whereas in real life, like, there are kids who are... You mean in movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In movies, the popular kids are synonymous with being mean. Whereas in real life, I feel like it's much more different than that. Um, In my experience, like... I agree with that for the most part. None of the popular kids are assholes, really. And then I remember... um, Cause I knew I knew kids who like were popular in the sense of like they did like um, sports and stuff and everyone knew them. <laughs> LOL, that's mm-hmm. those popular kids, but um, they were nice to me and like I would like um, see them around or like see them at the beach because everyone goes to the beach in Ventura. It was just like a pastime, so mm-hmm. I see them. There. Same in Bermuda, literally. So and yeah, then- but not me. <laughs> oh. LOL. I just didn't like the beach though. It wasn't yeah. <laughs> but that but um Okay, but honestly, same. It's only the the like this the what is it? The awe of it loses it I don't know, it loses its like spark yeah. very quickly. Now there's yeah. sand everywhere. Like, it's hot out here. Literally, like... now there's seagulls trying to bite me. It's hot. Whoa. I'm glad we don't have seagulls in Bermuda. No, Ooh, they would literally be out goodness. here. They stole my food once. That little seagull, I'm going to remember you. I hope you dead. Really took my <laughs> whole bag of sun chips. Took my whole sandwich. Like, that seagull, I hope you choked on it. Whoa. Anyway. Whoa. <laughs> how, how did it get away with all of that? That's, no, like, that is my question. <laughs> That is my question. I go to stand in the water. I come back and my cousin is screaming, talking about they took our food. Huh? <laughs> go off in a fight. Took our food where? A bird? Like, hilarious. Anyway, I'm screaming right now. Oh I'm actually still mad. Clearly, I'm not over that. Like, how you going to let a bird take my sun chips? Are you kidding me? That is hilarious. I'm trying to figure out how it, the bird was carrying all this. No, food. Like, like, huh? It probably came with his friends. This must have been. It rolled up with his <laughs> niggas because I'm really, I'm really stuck. <laughs> it sounds like some kind of Disney Pixar movie situation with these birds. Literally, like, <laughs> like they're having a face off with like the penguins of Madagascar. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, people definitely hunt. Well, see, most of the popular kids in my school were not mean at all they were they they were it, they were definitely clicks yes um but most of them were not mean one of them was rude mm-hmm. because he was consistently rude to me even in high school Dang. um 
he would say just the most smart alecky things. I remember one time he was like, um, I think I told him one time, and this was a big deal for me because I was, I made a dramatic shift in high, in middle school where I was just very quiet, very academic, very to myself. And I literally had no friends in my, we called them advisories. Mm-hmm. They're like homerooms. Mm-hmm. And we had all, even in middle school, we still had our same like homeroom class was we had every class with them. So, and I didn't have any, all of my friends had been put in another class and I had no friends. So I was like, well, I'm gonna just keep to myself. And then one day I think I just snapped and then I started being rude to people. And they were like, no. They're like, Milani? Like, whoa, never seen this side of her. She said, I'm and done. So, now I'm literally literally and also i was scared to so the other like black girls who were in my class Mm -hmm. i was scared to hang out with them i'm ashamed to say that but also they were quite rude for the most part Mm -hmm. to especially they would especially bully this one little white boy i felt so bad but i know i i was separations i I couldn't i couldn't stick up for him i was kind of in the same boat i was like i don't want to let me tell you about the time i tried to stick up for a little white boy you know what i'm gonna (laughs) finish what you're saying sis let me get to that (laughs) but like I kind of, so I basically switched to trying to defend myself and speak up for myself more. Mm-hmm. And I forget, I had said something. I think I told him to shut up one time or something. And he was like, that wasn't very Christian of you. <laughs> something dumb like that. And then fast forward to high school where he called me an Oreo in, in the common room. That, that was cute. I was like, hmm. in my head, I was like, you're going to hell. But I didn't say that, of course not. I don't wish hell on anyone, really. Um, <laughs> quick disclaimer. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but then after, after that point, um, everyone's just kind of with, if you see each other right. around Bermuda, cause it's so small, everyone's friendly. Um, but I've always held it against him because oof, if I can do anything, I can hold a grudge. So, <laughs> um, no, because how Lord dare you me, actually, that is how, literally, how dare you literally, literally calling um, me an Oreo. Are you kidding me? First yeah, of all, you're white. Like, yeah. did you just call me a exactly. nigger? Like that is a slur. The, literally the audacity of a white man to call me an Oreo. Me? It's like, sir, just cause I'm smarter than you. But anyways, like, <laughs> Truly, I'm fighting you. I'm beating you up. No, I see. let me see. Let me think. There was this one popular kid. He he um played football, and he was in my AP Lit class. And he would always come up to me and talk to me. Um, fun fact: I'm scared of footballers. I've been scared of footballers. My oh, life. them niggas are just too big. They're just too big for what? <laughs> like doing what? Like you're you're 16. Why are you this big? Like it makes no sense. I've been scared of them. But you're gonna kill somebody. Literally, and like that CCE wave, I was on it from jump. From as soon as I heard it, I was on it. So I've been scared of them forever. <laughs> So I would literally avoid him. Like I'd see him walking down the hall and I'd run the other way. Oh my god! And he was just this like like this little blonde boy who was always trying to say something to me. And he'd just be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? And I'd be like, oh my goodness. And I remember one time there was like, <laughs> I was so scared. And he was really so nice. There was no reason for that. Aww. I remember we were staying outside of class and he was talking to me and he was like, um, so I met your mom last night. And I was like, hmm? First of all, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still trying to run away from you, my G. Like, why are you talking to my mother? And, like, there had been, like, a parent-teacher type thing the night before, and I don't know. I guess he saw her in passing and was, mm-hmm. like, um, and so I, so he was, like, had told my mom that he met or, like, he, that he's in class with me or whatever it is. And so I was talking to my mom, and she was, like, yeah, your friend told me that, um, he, like, your friend was talking to me about you. And I was, like, mom, I'm not friends with that boy. 
I'm scared of him. Okay? You stay away you from him. You see him again, you run. Like, <laughs> stay away from that man. Stay away from that man. But that is my only interaction. That, is my, that was my only, like... <laughs> he was trying to be your friend. He was trying to back and you were like, bye. I said, ain't nothing good gonna come of this. Ain't nothing good. Aww. It's like, I've seen the movies. I have seen the movies. Also, I, I was mean, literally like, what's, what's, like, what is the end goal here? Just to be friends? Because also, I don't do that. Like, either I'm going to be your girlfriend. <laughs> High school me was such a violent romantic. <laughs> like, the concept of friend, male friends, why? For what? I have enough friends. For what? Like, are you going to be with me? But, like, I don't see, our love is forbidden. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, thank oh you for my saving gosh. me. <laughs> thank you for releasing See, me from the shackles. I also was, I guess, a bit of a romantic, but not really. I don't know. No, I was a I violent had a crush romantic. I on the same guy for four years, so we're not going to talk about that. But, <laughs> what? But, <laughs> what? Yeah. Four years? That's kind of sickening. Yep, all four years of high school. We're not going to say anything, though, because <laughs> Bermuda is very small. Yeah, I, I feel you, Sus. I feel you, Sus. <laughs> Notice how I ain't called no names in that last story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, good. Can't let any of this get it out. Like, but, uh, <laughs> even to the three people that listen to us, still. Gabby Justin. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but it's like, by the time prom came around i was really thinking like i wonder if someone will ask me knowing in my mind why <laughs> nobody likes you who was gonna ask you to prom you don't even talk to people but for some reason in the back of my mind it was like what if someone surprises no, me i was like, all the proposals that they've been in love with me <laughs> after seeing all the proposals literally like i'm new in this high school i literally just got here in october like you people do not even know my name i was like but what if what if someone what if Will you be mine? I no. <laughs> Taylor Swift style. Literally. The song where she's in the, the music video where she, she comes to the prom. Where, can't you see the one and I'm the one else? Yes. Yes. I can't she walks in the prom. Everyone's head turns. Oh, my yes. gosh. The vision in white. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That did not happen to me. Nope. I showed up. Nope. I, I looked cute in my dress. <laughs> I well, my, my prom date was my best friend. We mm-hmm. both looked cute, but... It wasn't that serious. Everyone's like, oh, you look nice. And then they move on to their pictures and their food no, or whatever. And you're like, shout mm. out to uh, Tasia, Deja, um, Erica, Malcolm, Ashad. I'm forgetting somebody. And you had a big friend group. No, literally. Like, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting my nigga. I'm having his name in my head, but I'm not saying it. Anyway, shout out to them because they really accepted me into their little squad. And that is how I went That's to fun. I went to prom with them. And that was so fun. Oh my gosh. Okay, Atlanta, we get it. Those bikes. Like, they're so <laughs> intense. But um, anyway, that's how I went to prom. It was, re- but yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. My prom was but really I feel fun. Like situations like that are fun. Yeah, like it's fun to go with your friends. No, I had not, there's so no kind of weird much pressure. Fun. And back then, yeah. I had a little bitty crush on Arsha, but my other friend liked him. To be fair, Oop, um, drama. <laughs> and then I twerked on him at prom. Oh. <laughs> And I was hoping nobody told my other friend, but my friend Deja wanted to tell my other friend because we all sat next to each other in AP um, um, Lane. And I was like, hmm, fuck. 
And she was like, you dance with my man? And I was like, well, technically he's not your man. Like, you guys are not dating. But, um... Oh, I love this. Drama, drama. Really, and it's like, I really have the audacity. Like, first of all, girl, you're new. You better tread lightly. Like, but it's the end of the year. Like, who finna... You finna beat me? No. So, where do we go from here? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Here to make waves? Like, I'm here to... What, what's, what's, um, Lindsay Lohan's character in Mean Girls? <laughs> oh, my gosh, Katie! <laughs> yes! Were you Katie trying to dance with Regina George Smith? Like, I mean, no, literally. I'm just kidding. There was was no dancing at my prom, so that's upsetting as well. Not really. There was a brief moment. Everyone was really just trying to leave immediately and go to the after party, which was on the boat. Oh. um, Where there would be alcohol and everything else. Wow. Um, Plot twist. I did not go to the after party. I immediately went home. Plot twist. um, And watched movies. Is it really a plot twist? No, it's not. (laughs) I I said that definitely with irony. (laughs) It was completely on brand for me. But thankfully, my my family had been visiting. I think my cousins were in town. So Mm -hmm. I just went home and like, I think we like watched movies in bed or something and just hung out because I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be doing jello shots on a boat somewhere with all these people who I'll never see again. <laughs> so, see, no, and I went the opposite direction. I was like, I begged my mom. My mom's best friend was in town. Whenever my um, Auntie Maggie's in town, my like, mm-hmm. my mom would be like 12 times happier and so I could get away with anything. And so I was like, hey, mommy, can I go to this after party and spend the night? <laughs> like, in Aldine, <laughs> where like they are literal the kkk was literally on the news because they were handing out flyers to oh people. my gosh yeah no uh, oh my gosh fun times um but she let me <laughs> i was at this girl taylor's house it's actually really fun we had so much fun i didn't um do anything crazy that is it was, fun it was a cute time to like laugh with people and just like hang out and get to know these people before i literally never saw them again um fun though yeah high school high school that was does cute. sound like fun yeah um, she was cute she, she was, was cute. cute honestly it's, it's pretty much a blur for me but i don't know if that's just like an actual like medical issue or something see i only had two years of high school to remember so those of y'all who had all four and those two years for me like they were cute but would never do that again like <laughs> yeah like one of my friends her her dad got a new job so she had to move like right after junior year and so mm. she was obviously pissed because all her friends exactly. like were in Bermuda yeah um but she came she came back to go to our prom so it was cute like <laughs> one of our yeah one of the other friends like invited her still so I was like that's nice like still right. got to enjoy prom with everyone she cares about but right. yeah oh mm. my gosh yeah prom all those stuff like and then in TV, yeah. TV making prom feel like it's going to be like, do you remember that literal movie called Prom that Disney had a few years ago? Yes. Back? I like that movie too. Same. <laughs> Same. Complete. They act like prom is your wedding day. Like No. And the thing is that, first of all, boarding school ruined me because oh I went gosh. to an all girls boarding school. So obviously everybody there is like fiending for a man. Yes. <laughs> Literally feeding like the girls numbers is thirsty anyway oh no <laughs> so romance novels were like 
roaming our school like I you would literally like it it was like a you'd read a book you'd read a romance novel like I read so many and I did not buy any of them you'd read them and then you'd like trade That's people hilarious. or you'd be like um, like an exchange yeah and it's like oh I have this one I'll, I'll let you read this one let me read that one it's like okay I'll let you read this one let me read that one and finally you never know whose book is whose but like I've read like 12 romance novels in two weeks and we didn't have any wow. like, we didn't have phones <laughs> we didn't have TV so literally I read so much for five years and like 90% of everything I read was a romance novel Nora Roberts yeah uh Daniel Steele Hallmark but the Hallmark ones weren't as good yeah no 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 less steamy less steamy (laughs) yeah they weren't really or they'd be steamy too quick like obviously that's not what's happening like let's yes I don't like it when romances they just like fall in love immediately right. like, no, no i like no, a little no. bit of, i like the trope of exactly nora roberts was like, good oh. at that and then daniel yes. Steele had my realistic love it wasn't her characters were always like jaded like they were like middle-aged white women whose husbands oh. like cheated on them and then they like found you were reading real romances no sis i was in the trenches honey like wow at, like 13 like because <laughs> i didn't want to read about anyone who was Beyond the age of college. I was like, oh, that's so old. I was reading adults. Like, they had families. Yeah. I was reading that real deal. no. (laughs) I don't want to read about anyone with kids. No, no, no. (laughs) Disgusting. Give me that high school slash college drama. That's what I want. But not too steamy. I would would, like censor my reading. So I didn't want to read stuff with too much. Like, I don't want to read stuff with sex in it. Uh So I would read... (laughs) I would read like romance novels by like Mormon women. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, and the thing is, like, I knew what by Mormon yeah, because you could guarantee they would be they would right. keep it PG thirteen. So I was like, yeah, yeah, they, and they're good at like really dragging it out exactly. too. So I, I enjoyed because there's not much else. Like they they can exactly drag it exactly. Out. That, no. that kiss is this is the big this is, See, the, this is the money shot of the whole book <laughs> with me i have a choice but honestly i don't even think i would care like <laughs> the christian ones like you could tell when like when it was like written by a christian author because they it had mm-hmm. like you wouldn't have any sex but they they'd be like the emotional connection longing stare yeah and i'd be like yeah give me the real deal <laughs> i would never finish that i'm mean, give me that real stuff <laughs> An emotional connection. Oh, who cares? <laughs> Let's get to the real deal. <laughs> Hit the sheets. Hit the sheets. <laughs> no, I was not okay. Like <laughs> I truly was not. I remember someone like preaching in Sunday school once because we'd have Sunday school and like different senior students would come preach, preach quote unquote to us. And mom was like, "Romance novels are porn." And I remember us being like, "What?" <laughs> Talk the about an unpopular opinion. You're like, child, anyways, who cares what that false prophet is saying? <laughs> Literally. But because in a sense, like, romance novels can be like worse than porn. Because it's almost worse no. when you're like imagining it in your head. What? Like And it's crazy because truly, what was I imagining? Like, what 
where you see in your you head. You don't even know what to imagine. I, started reading them. I remember I was reading one at, when did I get into that school? At 10? So I started reading them at like 11. I remember I was reading one. It was like a historical romance. And it was like this like um, lord, or he was like a duke, and the, the um, governor of his children. Is that what they used to call them? Like the babysitters, basically? The nannies? Oh, the governess. Yeah, the governess. The governess. Yes. Was, and he started a relationship with her. And it was just like, who steamy from the beginning. And um, I remember this one, <gasps> Strathmere's Bride. That was the name of the book. <laughs> I will never get that book. I never got to finish it because this senior student, she was like 15 at the time. And she saw me reading it under like the lines because I was like doing laundry. And I was like, let me stop and read this book. Mm-hmm. She was like, what are you doing with this book? She's like, what, you, what, what do you understand here? And I was like. A shirtless <laughs> man on the cover. Literally. like, And honestly, I don't because I really didn't even know what sex was until I was like 12. So I honestly do not know what I was imagining there. That's I would like hilarious. read it and I'd just be like, wow, steamy. <laughs> I was so she literally took that book from me and then she started reading it herself, which was bold. Oh, you my literally gosh. took my book. That's worse. Like, and so I would see her you reading. You shouldn't be reading this, but give it to me. Like, <laughs> literally, what happened? So now I'm gonna, I'm looking up that book right now. And I never got to finish it, but it's for the best. <gasps> Strathmere's oh, Pride yeah. by Jacqueline Na- Navin. Mm, not having a 3.3 out of 5. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that book did something to me. Loved it. That's above average, so Period. more than fifty percent, right? <laughs> what sort of governess couldn't govern herself? <laughs> One who had the enigmatic oh, Duke of Strathmere for an employer. Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! And it's weird because stuff like that—it's like, oh, it's so romantic, but also it's like the kind of weird power no, dynamics here. I'm like, reading this boss. now, and it's like, yeah, and she was also young. I remember her being like young in the book. So yeah. it's, it's getting weird. The power dynamics, the age yeah. difference. Uh, oh my, that's like what Fifty Shades of Grey. Literally, Fifty Shades of Grey had like same no, and, kind and, of. And the boss was just like um, like him. So I remember him being like he would be like really passionate, and then like the next day like ignore her and be like really like dismissive. Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember being like, wow, that's like love. <laughs> yeah, it's so romantic. <laughs> this toxic, abusive. If he's not me to me. Does he love me? Love that. Oh, yeah, it is for the best. If, I if went he to camera. viciously insult me, ignore Does me, and then kiss me? me without my consent the next day. Oh, my, literally without my consent. All in a week. If I've given him All consent, is it true love? Like, <laughs> no. That's <laughs> <laughs> for the birds. It truly is. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. It's like, what are what are the girlies teaching us young, truly. impressionable women? Oh to aspire to for relationships thank god oh i grew up and stopped and believing in, like, in love and left those romance novels away <laughs> thank alone. thank goodness we left that that filthiness behind <laughs> now i'm just glad to be single forever like what's <laughs> <laughs> that also like, it's true because even like in like tv shows for teens and stuff like if you think about like the popular ones like riverdale mm-hmm. and like all that genre where it's like we're first of all showing grown adults portraying teenagers and we're also going to show you them having sex with each other it's actually very Um, very very weird like it is weird even like shows like euphoria where it's like yes the actors are all of a certain age but now we're blatantly seeing them portray teenagers we're we're seeing them portray minors having sex like completely full frontal nudity one of the characters cat is like um um she's underage and she's like a cam girl and Mm -hmm. it's like 
I don't know. This is so, I, I don't think. What, like, I what? think a lot of it is you can portray things happening without showing them in a way. It's, it all depends on the perspective because, and granted, I've only seen one episode of that show, but this happens in a lot of shows where it's like the portrayal of the, the lens itself is not to make it look like it's something wrong. Right. It, it makes it look like it's something empowering or glamorous or Oh my gosh, fun. Skins? Let me tell you about my bondage with Skins. Because Euphoria is Ooh. essentially just like... I, I, yeah. it's, it's Skins, really. But Skins um, walked so Euphoria could run. Yes, that is the best way to put it. Skins literally walked so Euphoria could run. Skins had the girlies shook. Girlies is me. Like, I... <laughs> watched that show I first watched the first season or the first series and I was like oh my gosh like and they, they portrayed it in a way that like I feel like it wasn't being was it being glamorized a little bit like I feel like I really wanted to be like a teenager in the UK and just smoke my mm-hmm. cigarettes with my friends and do whatever we wanted and like <laughs> these kids were out here popping mollies at like 15 oh. like what is going on and oh, that's hilarious to think looking at my brother who is 15 years old and looking at him and thinking oh him and his peers are out no here like they're doing coke having, at 15. having orgies and doing cocaine what like, is going <laughs> on or like but then what? also it would do a good job of showing like the lows of it so it wasn't just like they were doing the yeah fun like they were also very depressed and miserable yeah so i wasn't yeah. i didn't necessarily want to do it with them so i was like they clearly not yeah movie. but uh, and film. also, I feel like Skins, the way that it's filmed, because I've, again, seen only a couple episodes of that, but the way that it's filmed is not, it's, it's, it looks more, a little more realistic, a little more gritty. Yeah, it's, in it's, the, it's in so sense. gritty. This, this, it's very, yeah. like, yeah. There's not that, like, magical aesthetic kind no, of realistic type all. of because I'll be watching it and be depressed. So. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> You're like, why am I watching this? I really oh. watch it and be crying. Like, I'd be crying. Crying and still watching. Oh, yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. So it's like, I understand, like, that there are teenagers who are going through things like that and engaging in these things, but it's, it all depends on the way you portray it. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I don't need to see this actor who's portraying a 16 year old showing his full on, like, genitalia. Like, it's just too much. Let's go ahead and say, do we need that? um, Do we need that? No. Hold on. I was finna say something, but if I'm really trying to get... Hold on. <laughs> Me thinking about how I want to be an actress and stepping on everyone's an, toes. I was an employee. You do too for a check. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Me saying this and me like, hi, but can you guys cast me? Hi. Still, like... Um, well, I mean, the, it's and it's not to me. It's not something on the actors because the actors are, like I said, exactly. they're adult actors who are doing their job. But to me... It's and it's not even the writers necessarily because, like I said, there are issues. These are issues that are being ha- that are happening. You're saying this is but casting. It all depends on. No, no, no. I'm saying it's the the way that we portray it. Like, mm. why do we need to show teenagers like butt naked having sex? Yes. When why? there used to be a time when we could imply it. <laughs> there and, used like, to be a time instead, when. <laughs> Yes, things like things were implied, like on especially on network TV. Whereas yeah. now, with streaming and stuff, things are more lenient with what we can show. So we show everything, and it's like HBO is just, be like, here you go. Am man. I just watching? Yeah, no. Sometimes like, I, I literally. I remember I was watching like, um, the most recent episode, the one that they just released, Rue Part One, and I was watching. Mm-hmm. There's a point in it where Rue and Jules are like, "Oops, sorry, hold on. Is this a spoiler?" 
No. Yes, that's a spoiler. It's, if it's if it's a spoiler, it's a spoiler. <laughs> Let me. Do, you know what? Yeah, that's true. Let me just say spoiler. I'm, I'm gonna put this little section in the um in the thing in the episode comments and be like the show notes. Yeah, be like spoiler. Yeah, app. but. Rue and Jules are, like, in Jules' apartment in New York, I'm assuming. It was giving New York vibes. And um, mm-hmm. she's, like, they're, like, dancing or getting ready for something. Or Jules is doing something. And she's walking around. And then she turns to go to the bathroom. And, like, her whole titties is out. And it's like, yes. okay, did this enhance the story in any no. way? No, so, because I can guarantee you no one is watching. If they had done, they could do the exact same storyline without um, basically objectifying or trying to yeah. show teenage, what they're portraying as teenage bodies in this way. Exactly. And it was, nobody would be like, you know what? This show didn't have the emotional residence because I didn't get to see enough of people's breasts and Exactly. And penises. I like... Personally, I don't really, well, I guess I do care, but I don't care either. Like, I'm not someone who's like, oh, I've seen it now. I must go burn my eyes. But it's like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like times where it's like, it's just like in that instance, I remember seeing that and being like, this was not necessary in yeah. any way. It, it's not even being a prude. It's like beyond that. It's like almost now it's just like you're doing it. It's not adding to the story. It's not like, adding it's to just the story too much. at all. And it's not even like a, because it's not even, you can't like the angle of like, um, well, this is what, like, teenage girls do. Like, I'm just walking around topless. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, but you can, like... Like, we saw her back. We saw her bare back when she was yeah. walking in the thing. Like, I feel like that... And there was, like, an emphasis to her boobs. So it was like, like, they came yes. off hand. And I'm like, okay. Exactly. Really? And that's what I'm talking about. It's really the camera work and the directorial decisions to yeah. go out of your way. We did not need to, to see um, to her see these. Yeah, it's like you're going out Especially of the way. Especially if she's so supposed to be like a minor, like me. it's weird. Yes, exactly. Um, that's what goes out of, to me, it's like the camera goes out of its way to say, hey, look at this person's sexual body because it's portrayed to still, it's still portrayed to be sexual. Exactly. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Like it, there's a reason you're going out of your way to show this. Exactly. So to me, that's something that I have a problem with and I probably always will. Um, but another Oh my goodness, this is a long episode. <laughs> I know, we really just, like, going. Maybe, should we split this into, like, part two? Not a girl's gonna be all right. They can, they can pause it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but another thing that also made me realize is that, like, thinking about the coming-of-age genre in general, because I really also love a lot of the more recent portrayals, like Lady Bird and, like, Edge of Seventeen yes. and Booksmart, like you said, or even the movie Eighth Grade, which is, like, a little bit different because she's younger. Mm-hmm. But, like, the teen movies. Like, I love movies like that, but you don't really see people like us portrayed in those kinds of movies at all. Like, black women do not exist. Okay, Nalani, um, I think there's something I need to be honest with everyone about. Um, I ooh. would just like to say, I'm a moment of vulnerability here. Um, when I turned 13, I disappeared. I did not come back into this earth until I was... 19 and in college somewhere shaking ass yeah but in the period between that i didn't exist (laughs) and i think that everyone should know that and i think i should be vulnerable and that's why you don't see people like me in tv because we all disappeared in middle school and high school yeah and then we just pop up as an extra in a club scene on the show atlanta yes um in the background we're like shouting at childish gambino or we're we're like working at mcdonald's somewhere yes um we're always we're we're side characters yeah yeah, but exactly. Other we than don't that, exist yeah, we in don't any exist. other plane. And I know that we started this episode yeah. talking about high school and our experiences, but that was false. I'd like to say I read that in yeah. a book 
and just wanted to I did not exist. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't actually exist. I didn't really exist, no. I was describing the experiences of a young white girl and saying they were mine. And I tried to get away with it. I'm sorry. I've been caught. And I say specifically, we're joking, but I say this specifically about black women because they do have stories about black men. Like, and a lot of times- Exactly. Black stories about white women- Oh my god! Give them like a, a person of color as a love interest yes. to show that oh, the my the white girl is so like woke and she's edgy. She's not like Leave other girls because she waves. dates a black guy waves. or something. Waves. Like, <laughs> is that waves? <laughs> oh, literally, waves outside my window. Literally. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, no. that movie. Lots of vibes with that one. Lots, Lots of, vibes. of vibes. But like, no story, just vibes. So it's like the per- the people with actual personalities are like the white women, the white girl, or or maybe her person of color love interest. Yes. Maybe. But other than that, like... Also, side comment, something that really irks me is when people will say, um, um, people of color and women, or, like, like, yeah. like someone's talking, and, and they'll be like... That one. Yeah, so, like, and, and I try to, like, do stuff for, like, um, women and people of color, and so then it's like, hmm. Hmm. So you... You've 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 told me that when you think of women, you see a white woman. You've said women are white women. Yes. Yes. Period. Because to yeah, say women and people of color, so now black women are what? We're just nobody. Trash. We're nothing. <laughs> we don't exist in any of the. Like it's so like when people say that, I, it always like is like, ugh, ugh, like it. Ugh. The two overlap, you yeah. know. Like exactly. Exactly. Um, anyway, yeah. side comment. I just because. Because, like, they're the standard and, like, Literally. other than that. And that's truly what they think. And it, and it's um, represented when you see, like, when it's, like, women and people of color, even in, like, romance, like you were saying, people of color will mm-hmm. be, like, black men or, like, men of color. Most, most, I yeah. think mostly black men, actually, now I think about it. Yeah. Um, because, uh, like, Asian men don't exist either. Yeah. That's even a whole nother conversation. Exactly. Even in, like, what was it, to, to all the boys I've loved before. Yes. Um, Oh my goodness, we didn't see one Asian man in that movie. Oh nope, my gosh. Nope. <gasps> nope, she wasn't touching him. <laughs> also, just realizing I never noticed that. And is that <gasps> I had to check my own self because truly I didn't notice I, well, that. And is that how other people watch stuff and don't notice that I'm missing? Yeah. Because if you think about it, like Asian men are and black women are kind of treated the same in media where yeah. it's like and i i think Issa Rae even did like a article or something I about this it was, where she it got was dragged in her book. for it <laughs> her friends yes. from like years ago yeah and she got dragged for it by the black men because of course she did even though she was being satirical but like that that's that's a whole nother thing but like where <laughs> there's just there you either play this role or you don't exist so it's like either we're like the best friend who's just either magical black woman giving advice or yes, like sassy. They love, but even as the best friend, you don't, you don't see exist. us until like college. No, no. Cause you don't even see the high no. school black best friend unless it's like, unless it's, it's a black man. Yeah, exactly. Or a black boy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's usually the case. And like, it's the same for like Asian men where it's like, they're usually the butt of the joke or like the nerd or something. They're never like the protagonist. They're never, like, the love interest in, like... Except for, actually, what's it? Edge of 17, where the love interest... 
eventually he was an Asian man, but at first she didn't yes. even take him seriously. So that kind of just proves the point. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> now yes. I think about it. Yes. Um, but yeah, they're just like not really considered or seen. So, but back to black women. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the main course. LOL. <laughs> but no, but it's Asian like men, we see similar you. treatment. Right. Yeah. It's the same, which I guess is why in Insecure, they did that whole, they had the whole storyline with Molly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Molly and um, Andrew. Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, which, because that was, like, where, how often do you see that on TV? Like, never. Never. Really. Never. Except for... And I know some um, of y'all exist, because Blasian people do not let up. They be letting us know. They do not. <laughs> I know it happens. They do not. They be like, hi, I'm Blasian. Oh, my name? Sorry, Blasian? <laughs> but you know what? Again, even that, it's usually Asian women and black men. Actually, yes. Um, yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. So you're right. You're right. Once again, in terms of yeah, in terms of romantic couples. So again, black women nowhere to be seen. Yes. Um, missing in action. Or if they're or if black women are cast anywhere, they're like biracial women. Um, yes. Yes. And that is another thing which I know is another topic. Do not understand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll do a whole episode on that. Yes. Because we meant to. I forgot whatever happened to that. I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. Um, um, but sorry, what were you going to say? I think it's so important you say what you're going to say. Um, yeah, basically how, like, in the media, biracial and black kind of, in, in terms of women, have mm-hmm. become synonymous. And right. they're not synonymous. Um, I feel like that's a very unpopular opinion. Yeah, in terms of representation, physical representation, a little black girl watching Zendaya on TV is not necessarily going to have the same features as Zendaya, but she might say, well, Zendaya is beautiful and women like Zendaya are the ones playing back black women on TV, but I don't look like that. So there's no space for me mm-hmm. on the screen. And that's only being affirmed, but I, I'll explain, we can explain that more and yeah, talk about that we'll more in a later more. episode. And not taking, cause whenever this argument is brought up, it's always like, you're trying to like police blackness and take away um, people's blackness, no, which is not the no. case. Like, it's about the portrayal of blackness and offering more than one portrayal. Because yes. if you think about the main, if a woman is a main character and she's a black woman, nine times out of 10, the actress is mixed. Yes. In like most series and movies. Yeah. Even the, even the person who has won bat, um, what's it? Best actress mm-hmm. as a black woman. The first person, Halle Berry, yeah. a mixed woman. So we see that like, Hollywood kind of says, hmm, we only want her if she's light-skinned and or has, like, type 3 hair. Exactly. And has certain features. Um, And that's not... And again, like Fawa said, we're not saying, like, that's bad or that they're not black enough. We're not here to police blackness. We're saying we need to widen the portrayal of blackness. Exactly. Um, Especially because most black women are not mixed. (laughs) Exactly. Most black women have two black parents, so why is it... And why is it only with women that this is happening? Because most of the black men in Hollywood are definitely unambiguous black men. Yeah. Um, so, but like I said, that's a whole... That's a whole other me, topic. Me, we go. me continuing to go literally, into it. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I love it, though. We're, oh, we're going to have a gosh. whole episode on that. We've been meaning to yeah. Really, uh, yeah. say that. Um, but going back to, like, portraying youth as, like, being sexual and stuff like that, it just reminds me about, like kind of the obsession that we have with youth in general because most shows really are these days are about young people and like college age 
a lot more, but um, young people and teen shows, like, they just keep making more and more of them. But are they even um, college age mostly? I feel like it's a lot of high school stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's a lot and of high school stuff. And I guess it's because high school is, like, a good breeding ground for storylines, I guess, for writers, because they feel like it's everyone has to be together so you can come up with lots of conflict and stuff. Mm. But I think I we like definitely we need to widen. Easily, like, I feel like even there's so many stories that had we just, like, thrown them into, like, at least let it even be, like, senior year of high school. And yes. it'll never be that. It's, like, sophomores. Yeah. Which is so weird. I'm 15. Like, yeah. what is going on? Like, so many stories would make so much more sense if they were, like, at least seniors or, like, freshmen like freshmen in college or, like, going to college. Maybe even summer yeah. of college, which I appreciated about yeah. Booksmart. There was nothing in there that, like, really... Exactly. But that I guess the whole premise felt- was that they were going to college, but... Yeah. Um, it was, like, yes, it was a movie and it had, like movie things but mm-hmm. it still felt kind of like a re- realistic portrayal of teenagers exactly. having fun if that makes sense exactly like even the party scenes and stuff it didn't feel like whoa what's and going you know on thinking back ladybird feel... that was the same concept right wasn't she like yes and you know what it made yeah so much more sense for there to be so much conflict and so much like sexual confusion because i'm yes. like trying to go to college and i need to figure out who i'm gonna be when i'm in college type thing yeah that makes and way then, more sense to me than me being like a freshman in college trying to, I mean, a sophomore in high school trying to be like, uh. Yeah. And even in Lady Bird, it even portrayed the idea of sexuality and stuff like that in a way that, again, was not um, sexualizing them as teenagers, exactly. in a sense. Yeah. It was just showing it as a part of life. Exactly. So I feel like a lot, there needs to be more portrayals in that because it, it does happen like, like no yeah. one is saying that like high schoolers yeah. don't have sex or don't yeah, do like exactly. anything or don't even That's think about it obviously yeah they do obviously we did yes. so I, it's about i don't know like portraying it in a way that isn't sexualizing kids like exactly exactly because um, it's getting weird a lot of people are doing it and it's like haha mm, <laughs> funny but no and it's just <laughs> it's weird i don't know like i'm uncomfortable <laughs> see what you did there <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um, and going back to what you said, why don't we have more portrayals of college? Because that's when things really start to get rocky. That is really <laughs> when it starts to hit the fan. Like, if we really trying to... I need someone to talk about yeah. college. Cause. Because in movies and TV shows, when they finish high school and go to college, that's when life is suddenly great. A lot of Which times, is it's like, like the opposite. <laughs> it's like, whoa, I'm living on my own in this random place. I'm trying to make friends, but I also, like, how do I even make friends here? Because I'm in, like, a bunch I don't of random know. classes. And you know what? I remember, okay, so I watched the show on HBO, Mrs. Fletcher, and mm-hmm. it's about, obviously, the lady called Mrs. Fletcher, but her son is going to college, and side note, she's, like, doing her own thing. She, like, literally hooks up with, like, one of her son's classmates. Um, oh. Anyway, so, but in, in the... <laughs> In the part that I'm talking about, Yikes. this son goes to college, and um, oh my gosh, R.I.P. to um, Cameron Boyce because he was in that show. I think it was like the oh, but he's like he's the son's roommate. But basically, it's like him going to college, and in high school, it shows you a, like it starts with him in high school, but like he's like leaving, and the son uh-huh. was like a popular kid, and he was like an asshole, and he was like really mean, and then he goes to college thinking like he's gonna like be able to like be that again like be that cool yeah, ride that kid. wave ride that wave but mm-hmm. he goes to college and like obviously everyone knows in college it's more like different d- it's different <laughs> like everyone yeah. no one is really like it's not that deep like just do you and everyone just does them 
type thing. And so he goes and he's trying to like assert himself in that kind of way and no one is with it. And also like, especially in the society that we're in now, like white men like that are not the wave. So he like no. goes with that energy and everyone's like, first of all, like know your privilege. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, and so he's struggling to like make friends and he, he cannot make friends and like he's mm-hmm. like he's struggling to like figure out like college life I remember he like starts breaking down and crying in one episode in his room alone and i was like okay yeah. i don't like this character as a character because he's annoying and selfish but i do like that they're like bringing up college in this kind of way because i feel like we also never really yes. get college stories um yes because college is always portrayed as the happily ever after. Like, you go to college and exactly. boom, now their life is great. But co- that's not how it's like. Exactly. So, and especially, and what really no one talks about is, like, that awkward period right after college. Because then it's, like, really <gasps> rough. That's because, what I'm in right now. <laughs> like, because it's like, you think, okay, I've graduated. Now, all of a sudden, I'll have a six-figure job immediately and have this great group of friends. And I'll be in a relationship and everything will be perfect. Uh, wrong answer like i was (laughs) talking to Ariel, and i was like i feel like i'm losing all my friends like my circle's getting so small because we don't like have to be around Mm -hmm. each other like we're not like in the dorms we're not like exactly exactly college friends and everyone's like doing their own thing and i'm just here i don't know what i'm doing oh like i'm just like this and that um so it's a very weird time yeah yeah and it's awkward especially if you're like if you're in a friend group where people are kind of also at different stages, like, cause there are some exactly. people who do get like a f- huge full-time career right off the bat or yes. um, people who get married like early on and stuff, especially if you're in Christian groups, like we are like people get married quite young. Um, Ugh, yeah. And so it can feel, it can feel weird. At least for me, I don't know how you feel. Follow. It can feel weird to like, hang out with married people mm-hmm. if that makes sense it's like, because it's like the it's just ultimate different. third wheeling like yes <laughs> severe especially if you're like like we were at um a situation earlier this year where um it was at a friend's house and the friend is married and like a lot of the other people were also couples at the it was like a small get together thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the other people were couples and like we were one of the few you people said, who were in a like, relationship like I was not there <laughs> We were one of the few people there who weren't in a relationship. And it, I don't know why it felt a bit like weird to me, but I was only comforted by the fact that I had you and our other friend who was single. I don't know. It, it was like, just me. I don't know. They were all but either married like or like those, engaged. Yeah. It was yes. very. Uh, yeah. It feels weird. Cause it's like, they start to, it's like they have a new like way to relate to each other that you just are yeah. like, that's nice for you. That's like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Care. That's cool. And I was even Love telling Nalani, because sitting there, I was like, dang, maybe I should, like, be in a relationship, huh? But yeah. I was like, we were talking later in the car, because that's what we do everywhere all the time. We'll, like, sit places and then observe every Car talks. And then get in the car and be like, Love them. so, how did you feel about that? <laughs> and then we'll be like, ah, yeah, you thought that too, huh? Anyway, we're psychos. But... <laughs> <laughs> we got in the car and I was like we we're talking about it and I was like okay now that I'm removed from that I can like my brain is afresh again and it's like I don't even uh-huh. necessarily want to be in a relationship right now like yeah. I'm not in a place where that's what I want and so it's just yeah. so crazy how like what you're around but it was just like just because I was around that I was like uh, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's what I need like I, I need- yeah so that's a dangerous dangerous place to be so I, I really yeah. feel like people who like because 
most of my like I have my friends who are like married or who are in. Do I have any engaged friends? No, I think they're all married now. Yes, we do. Who's engaged? <laughs> oh, LOL. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Someone is always engaged. Someone is always engaged. Like <laughs> we're so young. Anyway, um, so I lost my train of thought. Oh yes. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So I was just like. I feel bad for people who will not feel bad. That sounds so pitiful. But like the people who like their whole friend groups are like mm-hmm. married or like, or I guess when you get yeah. like when people talk about like your like thirties um, or like your like late twenties when all your friends yeah. like, settle down or having kids. And if you're not that friend, that yeah. has got to exactly. be a trip. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, well, I'm in grad school now and it's refreshing to see because all my cohort is small. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in, I'm in film school. My cohort is only 12 people of varying ages. Um, I think the oldest person is like 35. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone is single in my cohort. Everyone's, no one's in a relationship. And even my, like, my roommate who I live with now, um, she is an MBA student. Mm-hmm. And she's also a single woman in her 30s. Like one of my friends who I made, who I'm closest with in yeah. my program, sing, single woman in her 30s. And they're like, fine. They're like, just living their life. And I'm like, oh, this is normal. Like, yeah, it is normal. And the thing <laughs> is, I, I know it's normal because in my head, first of all, I can't even come to my family right now saying I'm trying to marry somebody. They won't have it. My grandma didn't even want me to pay. <laughs> she would like be like, mommy, you have to have your own money. Like, you cannot marry a man without a degree. Your education is your first husband. I'm like, okay. Mm. Ain't nobody check. <laughs> anyway, so you ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I'm never really worried, I guess, because it's like I'm 22. Like, I mm-hmm. I can barely pay my rent. Exactly. So, That's literally like we were teenagers like a couple years ago. Like, <laughs> like it's fine. Everything is okay. Maybe when I hit like 26 or 27 and I'm around that, maybe then I'll really be like, dang. But I doubt it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Once, As long as I, because mm-hmm. it's still always people who are like yeah. not doing that. So yeah. it's just, and I think it's a, it's a person to person situation. Cause yeah. there are people who, uh, in fact, I realize I'm like, am I getting too comfortable being single? Like, should I be more, cons- should I be making an effort to mm. go out and meet people? Should I be thinking about that more? Cause I'm really just not, I'm just kind of in right. school. And then I hang out with our, our friends, like our friend right. group, which is I think also like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> since our like, one of our main friend groups are, now, are like yeah. single black women. Yeah. I don't feel ostracized or I don't feel othered Same. in that sense. And I so, think, and first of all, in a lot of Christian spaces, marriage is like put as like almost like an idol. Like it's like the thing that is your final calling. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. is what your life yeah. surmounts to. So it's refreshing. Yeah. To well, have we did an episode about that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. So <laughs> it, it is refreshing to be in spaces where that isn't the case. Because um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to be married right now. I don't want to even think of having kids right now, um, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. I don't think, I don't think. First of all, I don't think everyone is called to marriage, so um, no, there's that. But um, that also led me to think about something, Lonnie, what you just said, and suddenly I've forgotten the thing that led me to think about um, friend groups of friend groups, or um, I feel like it was something before that. Um, grad school how it's normal to be single in your 30s oh yes when you were saying you don't want to get um are you too comfortable i've been talking with ariel and her and i've been doing a lot of talking around like um um 
divesting from like I don't know not okay not divesting from romantic relationships but like I feel like <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh, me but I feel like there's so much pressure I mean, there's so much pressure and emphasis that's placed on romantic relationships and so mm-hmm. a lot of people don't put emphasis on like their platonic relationships I mean we see yeah. this when like Issa and Molly that's what everyone was dragging Molly for like she got a man and forgot about her friends or you all know that one yeah. person who gets a man forgets about her friends or gets a girl forgets about his friends Yep. And that happens so often. I think it's because we're so conditioned to believe that, like, romantic love is the highest form of love and is the, like, epitome. And so then I feel like for people who don't get that, even the way, like, the way desirability works in our um, society are people who just aren't, people who just aren't loved, really. I don't know how how else Mm -hmm. to put it. Like, um, Mm -hmm. and it's funny you say that. Well, it's funny you say that because I even think about, like, the Bible and, like, a lot of the relationships that are heralded as being, like, really great relationships are not romantic relationships yeah. like david and jonathan exactly all of his all of david's romantic relationships were terrible Trash. <laughs> for the most part <laughs> literally but him and him and his best friend were like heralded as having this great relationship or parental relationships like things like that like, exactly so i'm trying to place platonic, yeah um i'm trying to place i'm trying to like place more emphasis on that and like um unlearn some of these things where that have been like yeah. as the end all be all even like things especially as an African woman like things like your husband is like basically your master like it's like that kind of love uh-huh. is like you don't talk to anybody about it whatever is with y'all is with y'all nobody needs to know. and it's like I feel like that's not healthy and also yeah. like there are other relationships like that's not going to be my end all relationship like I was talking to Ariel and we were I was like if my husband comes in now like I'm not just going to drop our friendship that we've had for over 20 years and now Harold him is like the number one in my life. Well, I guess, yeah, like the number one thing in my life. Um, and I'll be all because, hey, that's I don't know. I guess I guess it is hard because it's like technically when you get married, they are supposed to be your number one person. What about God? But, God is supposed to be my number one. But, no, number one person. Person. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to be slick, though. I tried to be slick. <laughs> Try to slide. I tried to be slick. But I agree with you in that. First of all, it's not healthy for the relationship for you to not have friends anymore. Cause like right. in, in like, and I speak this only from observation. Cause again, I've not been in a relationship, but when I look at people like my parents who have been married for how many years now? I don't know. 20 something. I'm 23. I think like 25 years, <laughs> but like they have their own relate. Like my mom is very close friends with her sisters and mm-hmm. she has her own friends and my dad has his friends and stuff. And you need so people. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like same gender friendships who you can go and talk to and still maintain. Cause it's like, I've experienced what you're talking about where it's hard, where like someone gets in a relationship and then they just You literally disappear. do not hear from them no more. Like, <laughs> like, like I haven't like that. Like, like literally happened? did not like, if we was close all of a sudden that was it. Nothing. Like, Mm-hmm. talk to you when I talk yeah. to you see you when I see you type yeah. thing like yikes yeah and it sucks for you but also it can suck for that person eventually because yeah. like what if things don't work out or even if they do work out like you will you don't want to smother your significant exactly. other and trying guess, to place all your friendship expectations within them exactly so, and, and I guess what I'm saying really applies more so to boyfriends because I, I mean I do understand having like being married to this person and legally and spiritually being bound to them yeah um, yeah something different different but it's like, different this your boyfriend like huh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on child 
Lord, he's come oh, fix it. He's just tripping. So yeah, no. So what are some ways that you feel like you would like to invest more in, I guess, your platonic relationships or your friendships? Like, especially in this stage of life where it's like, we're not really making, we're not in spaces to make new friends, really. If if you're not in school, right. you're kind of, your friendship groups are your friendship groups, unless, or if you, maybe you get a new job or something, but even then, it's not the same. I was going to say, when so you, like, like how do you, you asking me that question is so funny. It's so cute. Because I have no friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> LOL, no, I have. Wait, what? I have y'all. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, what am I? Like, <laughs> hangs up the phone. You're black girls between the ages of 13 over. to 18, girly. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that we don't exist <laughs> <laughs> oh let me stop uh, but no i don't um that's that's the question i'm asking myself because at the same time that i say this i'm such a hypocrite because i also feel like i'm a trash friend like i was telling one of my friends today i feel like i'm really a trash friend like i don't call my friends as much as i should also you know what to be fair to myself we are in a panoramic pikachu panoramic like it's a lot going on i can't meet up yeah. with people i can't because i i want to like meet up with my friends or call them and see other yeah obviously i can't do that um yeah. but i don't know i've been i've been given some amazing friends like y'all are really the best and the way that you guys are like there for me and encourage me and just like make my life overall so much better i feel like i don't mm-hmm. do that yeah like i feel like i'm not as i need to be better to do that to make you really feel as seen and loved as my friends make me feel wow well i don't i can't speak for other people but i know that as your friend i definitely feel seen and loved by you um for sure and it's so funny we should do an episode later about i don't don't know specifically about friendships and like we talk about how we became friends and stuff (gasps) but um yeah but i think i don't know friend it's weird because the friend groups I have now are what I thought friend groups would look like in high school based off of TV. Because you know how yes. like, in, in the oh media, gosh, they always yes. have like, these huge like BFF forever friend groups. And yes. I have like one friend from high school who I'm still close with Same. in a legitimate way. Very, whereas <laughs> my friend groups from like college to now are my friend groups that I've maintained. And we've like, even like my two best friends from college, mm-hmm. like we live in three different states. I live in Georgia. Um, Boston because she works for Harvard period. period and then my my other friend Maxine lives in I don't know I'd be get I'd be forgetting to be honest what state she lives in in Minnesota I think mm-hmm. somewhere in the Midwest <laughs> and she works for a theater and um so period for her as well because she's an awesome yeah blank. she's an awesome playwright point blank but both of them are amazing are, women shout out to them yes. And we are intentional about maintaining our friendship. Like we had a we had a movie night the other night where we like all watched uh, what was it the hot hot chocolate nutcracker I think from Debbie Allen. It was like a documentary Excuse on Netflix. Definitely. Me. Oh my yes. gosh, I've been meaning to watch yes. that. Now that you said it, you were saying I Debbie Allen, it. and I was thinking Debbie Ryan. Yes. No, <laughs> the disrespect, no. please. No, first of all, I didn't realize how much of a beast Debbie Allen was. She until does I watched everything, that. like all of she it. She does everything. Like yes, she also did like one of my favorite shows, A Different World. But I didn't realize like just how much she's done, Truly. and she has a dance school and. They give scholarships. But anyways, it's not about that. But we were watching that documentary <laughs> together through like Zoom. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't know, stuff like that, which I'm also grateful to technology for making those kinds I of know. things possible. Yeah, same. Um, 
Yeah, even for this podcast, because I'm home in Bermuda right now and Fa was in Atlanta and we're we making here. it work. <laughs> we're making it work. We're making it work. <laughs> but like I I noticed that I'm definitely more intentional about my friend groups now more than I've ever been. Like in high school, I just didn't really have that energy the same way right. as I do now. So and I'm like, I really like these are the women who I want to be in my life forever. <laughs> same. And I don't care if that doesn't sound realistic. But no, it, it in also my head, when on... I think of like, like when I'm talking to y'all and someone will be like, I know, like, um, or, or they'll like allude to like later down the line, us not like being in contact. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, so you're not like, here for the long about? haul. <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> Let me know what, now. What's that supposed to mean? Right. Like, uh, <laughs> friends forever. Like, I don't know what you're trying to say. It took me a long time to make these friends. Like I, and I, and, and my friendships are unique to me and special and I want to hold that's on That's the thing. Them, I'm so, so particular about who I let into my life as a friend. And that's one yes. thing I thank God for. I don't just be letting anybody in my life. So when you in there, yes. like I, when you in there, <laughs> yeah, baby, you're never, you signed the blood oath. You're literally never leave. I only had one friend try to cut me off. Yes, Sarah, I'm talking about you. And it's not going to work. Like, it never, like, hmm? Because truly, what, what is going on? I've never had that before. Because it's just the people that God allows into my life are A1. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no, you guys are never leaving me is what I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> and everyone listening to this podcast is officially now our friend. Literally. Because you've listened to us talk for almost two hours. You probably are already our friend, and that is why you're listening to the podcast. Yes. But <laughs> literally, thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> like, we appreciate it. And shout out to all our friends who had us on their Spotify wrapped, even though um you guys probably don't listen to podcasts, but that's okay. Thank you for having us it. in our two episodes. Literally. <laughs> thank you for having it anyway and sending it to us. We love you. Yeah, and we will have more episodes coming and big things in the new year. I'm not going to make any kind of outlandish statements about how awesome 2021 will be. Child, when you we, said big things in the new year, I'm happens. like, let me know, Nalani, because I don't know nothing that's happening in the new year. We will, <laughs> but we are walking we will see. Yes, we will see how 2021 goes. And I'm just going to be like, God, whatever you bring, whatever just happens. help me get through it. Amen. Yeah, because I, I tried in 2019. I was the fool who did that big Instagram post. 2020 is going to be my Bro, year. And then- no, no, I, I cannot blame you because 2020 was too, like, I saw this post and it was like 2020 perfect vision. I said, whoa, that yes. spoke to me. Yes. Like, 2020 was we like, were at passion conference together. Girl, in we're talking about how we going to like do this and that in 2020. The year just seemed yeah. so bright and beautiful. And it should have told it us something, good. that message that Levi Lesko was preaching about like yes. that year of the depression. The Dust Bowl. Yes. It should have like speaking of speaking of the 20s, like we're like, Levi, we're not really feeling that message, sir. Literally. <laughs> A, a depressing twist you got there. That should have told us something, but uh, it ended up being a preamble for the rest of the year. Yeah, but it's okay because you know what? God has carried us through it. Amen. And there are there are a lot of people who have had a lot of losses and suffering. And um, gosh, I felt like I was me- I meant to end that sentence on a high note, but instead it just ended on <laughs> just suffering. Kept going more <laughs> deep. Kept going sadder. Think of a way to bring it back from that. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But well, sorry, guys. I at really the same can't time, other people. That I don't know. I don't know how to make twenty twenty yeah. sound like a good year, but I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but you know what? We move. We move. You know what? You've made it this far. The Lord has taken you yeah. this far, and that's the big that that is the good news. Ain't that ain't that a word? He has taken us this far. Yeah, and you know we don't pretend to be um, experts on 
things of the spiritual sort, but child, definitely not me. Yeah. All I know is that God is sovereign. So amen to that sister. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> and on that note, literally. Because <laughs> we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. As usual, we want to, um, LOL, thank you for tuning in. But um, <laughs> we want to introduce, maybe next year, we want to introduce um, the, not Q&A segment. What is it? Like a... Like advice Advice, or yeah. Um, if you... If, <laughs> see that people give me advice but if you are <laughs> if you are bold enough to want advice from us we will have a segment for that so go ahead and email us at heygirlspod go you know that's how we do it here heygirlspod <laughs> at gmail.com um subject whatever it is email us tell us what you got going on if you need some advice you just need some other girls to talk to I don't know opinions who cares but um yeah All right, sounds good. (laughs) We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.